Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Jaeger Live. In today's episode, I want to talk about the feeling of loneliness. So, let's get into it. Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of Jaeger Live. I'm excited to be here. Today is um, a special episode for me. It's something that I've been struggling with recently and I wanted to talk to you guys about it. Something that I've kind of come to terms with and um, getting out of that, that mindset. Before we start, I wanted to share a quote. It's off of the movie The Equalizer, Denzel Washington Saint talking to um, the Russian guy that's sent to kill his ass. But he gives him an offer, and he's, the Russian guy says that's so much of an offer, and he says, when you pray for rain, you have to deal with the mud too. And I thought that was such a such an awesome quote. Denzel, man, that guy, he gets me. And it got me thinking about some things. When you want a certain life, whether that be um, a certain financial success or a certain um, spiritual life or any sort of specific life that you want, you have to deal with the mud too. If you want, you know, the old Marine Corps saying, everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. And basically, it's you have to understand that there are hardships to change. There are times when you're not going to feel so inspired about change. You're not going to feel that motivation that you once did about your change. It got me thinking about this because for the past few weeks or so, I've, I've felt off. I've felt different. I wasn't sure what it was, and honestly, it took me a long time. It took me an embarrassingly long time to kind of figure out what was going on. And I'm going to tell you guys how I got to this point at the end, so make sure you stick to the end. But I felt off. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know why I was feeling this way. I wasn't sure how I was feeling. All I knew is that there was something wrong. And as the days turned into weeks, I started realizing how I was feeling. I was feeling this, this gaping loneliness. And I didn't understand why. I didn't understand what was going on that this loneliness had creeped into my head. For those of you who are new listeners and may not know, um, I'm married and I have five children and it's kind of an odd thing to feel and what's worse about it the worst thing about feeling lonely when you're married and you have kids there's two things that I think are really bad one is you know you you don't want your partner your spouse and your kids to feel like they don't make you feel um not alone And it's such an odd feeling to feel alone when you have that love and that support system and um, that strength around you. 
So it's such a it's such a weird place to be in. And for me, I didn't know why. I didn't like it. I wasn't sure what was going on. I realized something. I was talking to my brother today, and I it kind of there's a few things that I come to realize that I wanted to share with you guys today. Number one is that when you're doing something different, when you're trying to be something different, for an example, for me, I'm trying to achieve something financially in my family that has never been done. If you think about all your ancestors and you go back to your family tree and I and I look back at that and I realize I'm going to be the first one to be a multimillionaire in my family. I'm going to be the first one to step away from the grind in that way and um it's scary. It's different. And what's worse about it and not you know my the rest of my family they all work, they all have jobs and I'm not saying better or worse, but what's worse about the situation is that you don't feel like people understand you. You don't feel like you're understood. And because when you don't feel understood, you don't feel loved. And when you don't feel loved, you feel alone. Right? That was kind of a that was kind of my path that I had to find. That I felt that I was alone because of what I chose to do with my life. And I'm sure a lot of you guys out there feel the same way. Because if you're trying to find and live your best life and live your true best life, not what other people think that are is your life and what you should be doing, but what you honestly feel you're doing, you're probably, if not the only person, there's only a couple of people in your family that have ever done these things. And that's just, that's just basic fact. Like, you're probably the only one in your family, right? And it's lonely because they don't understand what you're doing. They don't understand the passion that you have. They don't understand they don't understand the mentality that it takes to be different in that way, to take that challenge on. Because I'm going to tell you this right now, and I'm sure you guys already know this, but when you are trying to do something different, in order to be successful at that, you have to constantly be looking at yourself. You have to constantly be telling yourself, what am I doing wrong? What am I not doing right? How am I compromising with myself and reverting back to my old habits that have got me nowhere, that have brought me zero joy or limited joy, limited happiness? And it takes a lot for people to do that. That's why a lot of people aren't high achievers. That's why a lot of people go to work at a job that they can't stand because they're too afraid to point that that microscope at themselves. They're quick to judge other people, but they're not so quick to look at themselves. So it's 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 a tough it's a tough pill to swallow. It's a it's a tough journey to walk. But the rewards on the end they're way beyond the the loneliness that you feel right now. 
And one of the big things that I want to let you guys know, everybody out there who's listening to this episode right now, if you are on this journey, you are not alone. That's something that I realized today. I'm not alone. There's probably hundreds of thousands of people out there just like me, doing the same thing just like me. I may not know them by name. I may not know their story. But I can be... I can be assured that what they're going through, I'm going through in a similar sense. Prime example, when, um, when I got back from Iraq, they asked me to talk to some, uh, what do you call that? They called it anger management back then. But basically, it was a counselor to see if you were crazy, to see if, you know, war had fucked you up. And um, I remember going a few times. And it was so hard. Not only was it hard to connect because that dude probably had hundreds of people, hundreds of uh, Marines that he had to see. And he never remembered my fucking story. I had to, you know what, you know how frustrating it is <laughs> when you have to tell your therapist what's going on. You have to tell him your whole story over and over and over again. And not only that picture being a stubborn fat headed Marine who just got back from Iraq, who's all fucked up. It's not a good combo. But anyway, there there are very few ways that you can feel connected to somebody who doesn't understand what's going on. I was talking to this civilian, and he was a nice older man. Um, and, you know, I got, I got respect for him. He's, he's doing something to try and help the troops, and I, I respect that. But he doesn't get it. He doesn't understand. And what I think is interesting about war is that you can talk to anybody. If you're a veteran, um, you know, I've talked to Korean vets. I've talked to Vietnam vets. I've talked to people that were in Afghanistan and people that were in Iraq like me. And they just know. You don't have to explain things. You don't have to try to make them understand what how you feel and what you felt when you were there and how it went on they just know and there's a comfort in that there's a comfort knowing that you can connect with somebody even if you have nothing else in common you can connect with them and that's what i realized about where i am now yeah there might be different journeys there might be different situations uh from all walks but we're all on the same we're all in the same boat. My brother used this little analogy and I thought it was kind of works out um for this situation and he said if you think if you think 9 plus 3 equals 12 9 12 <laughs> 9 12 okay. He says if you think that 9 plus 3 equals 12 and I think 3 plus 9 equals 12 did we still get the same answer? And I thought that was I thought that was well put. I thought that was perfectly put because no matter what, we're all out here trying to live our best life. If you're li- if you're listening to this podcast specifically, you are trying to live your best life. You are going through trial and error, and you are going through bumps in the road, and you're having struggles and you're having triumphs. But the end game is still living your best life. It's still looking back 50 years, still looking back 10 years and being like, you know what? 
I'm happy. I have joy in my life. I have happiness in my life. Because I know that what I'm doing is what I'm supposed to be doing. So no matter where you guys are in life, no matter where you are in your situation, no matter if you just started or if you've been doing it for 10 years or if you did it for three and you kind of fell off the wagon and now you're back, it doesn't matter. We are all in the same boat. You are not alone. And I want to send a message specifically out to my vets. Understand, guys, you are not alone. I know your experience might seem individual to you, and in a way it is. Your perspective is your own perspective, and nobody can change that. But no matter what struggles, no matter what fears and anger you have, you're not going to be alone. There's thousands and thousands and thousands of us out there who've gone through it, who've had to deal with it, who've had our trials and tribulations with it, and it's a powerful thing. I think being understood and having that understanding is a powerful thing. Okay, so just to wrap it up real quick, I wanted to tell you guys a couple things that I have done to kind of... Um, find my way back. The first thing I did is I started journaling again. And I've been wanting to do it for a long time, but you know how it goes. Like, I don't know. Even though you know things are good for you, you just don't do them. But I started journaling again. I call it free writing. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's another name for it, but I call it free writing. Basically, I just don't think. I just write how I feel. And it kind of just finds its way out you know it gets lost up in your head and it's it gets messy and it gets overwhelming and for me personally my anxiety goes to the roof and if I'm able to write it down on the journal and just get it out of my head and as I'm writing it I start processing it so if you guys are um, looking for some way to maybe crack open that that's safe and see what's going on inside. That's something I highly suggest. Number two, meditation. It's basically the same idea, I think, because when you're meditating, you're trying to, it's, it helps you strip away all of the excess and it gets, gets you right down to the bare bones of things. So journaling, meditation, try it. If you guys feel lost, if you guys feel like you need, um, some direction, write your feelings down. Just be honest with yourself and just write what you're feeling. No one's going to read it. It's just for you. Meditating. Um, start out with five minutes. If you've never done it before, start with five minutes. Start with two minutes. Build your way up. I like to do 10 to 15 minutes. Um, and I've been doing 10 to 15 minutes. I haven't gone up past 15 minutes since I've started meditating. So it's not one of those things where you have to sit there in silence for hours and hours and hours. Those are the two things that I suggest. They helped me, and uh, I'm sure they can help you too. Thank you guys so much for being here. I appreciate you, and I will talk to you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.